0: Open your eyes. Wake up, Link.
1: I'm Luke Summerhays. I'm James J. Miles. And I'm James the Jaster Stewart. And you're listening to Hyrule Field Report. And Jess, what did we do last week?
0: Well, we had arrived at Zora's Domain and we were chatting about
1: the main quest. Jay, what are we getting up to this time?
2: Well, this time we uh, are going to continue on with the main quest after we repaired a stone tablet and got a mysterious riddle. We should probably try and solve said riddle and find out just where all this gloop is coming from.
1: Hmm. I know you read it at the end of the last episode but do you want to give us the riddle one more time?
2: I can indeed. I, uh, probably won't uh, read it as slowly as I did last time, to be honest, but uh, yes, of course I can. So the riddle in question is... Stand upon the land of the skyfish and behold its lofty view. Among the floating rocks you see, a droplet waits for you. Through this droplet shouldn't an arrow <laughs> <or whip> thing <them laughs> <again. laughs> to my king. To can you reveal a most wondrous thing. See the watery bridge's resting spot with your own two eyes. That which connects Azura to the people of the skies. <laughs>
1: Something like sea shanty <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful chair. <chef.
2: laughs> thank um, So the only sort of um, clue that Giato gives us is he uh, he suggests that uh, the mark of the king. We should probably speak to the king about that. And to be honest, <laughs> you, you know, I probably could have worked that one out. We <laughs> didn't really need to go yep. for that one, Giato.
1: But does he? He also does he give us a hint where the king is, or do we have to go speak to Sidon for that?
2: No. So we pop back to Zora's domain, and at this point we should almost definitely pick up the Zora armor and take off that quest to repair the armor. Mm. Job's a good one. We can now start waterfalls. But uh, when we go up to the throne room, where the big old fish king usually be sitting, he's not there. But there's Mm. three Zora kiddies. That are ah yep 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 that are talking about him, and um, if Link goes up to say what what you're talking about, they uh, they all get a bit shy and they're like I don't want to talk about him in front of you. It's a secret. And um, <laughs> one of the guards nearby notice notice what happened and says mm, you could probably try and sneak up and listen in, I guess. Yeah. So, huh. go, on you go.
1: I was going to say, I don't remember the guard telling me to. I figured that one out by myself.
2: Yeah, I mean... <laughs> <laughs> pretty obvious, <reason. laughs> it's Pretty obvious, yeah. But, uh... Yes, the way you have to do it is if you go up to the throne itself, you can kind of crouch behind the throne, and because it's bloody massive, as King Kingdorafan is bloody massive, you're out your of sight, and you can listen in to kids' conversation. And they said, uh... They hear that apparently King Dorofan is at somewhere called the Pristine Sanctum, and they mm-hmm. mention there's a secret entrance behind a clean waterfall somewhere between Ploymus Mountain and the Domain. So, yes. Um, did you guys find this one pretty quickly? I think I,
1: I did find it. I remember trying a bunch of exploring around waterfalls, but I don't know if that was specifically to find this or just because I was exploring the domain. Hmm. I don't think it was like an instant thing for me.
2: Yeah, yeah I, I, I remember find, having a bit of difficulty finding this, mm-hmm.
0: but I thought it was like pretty straightforward to be honest. Cause like <laughs> cause it's same between the domain and Pointless Mountain, it's just like straight away you've most obvious waterfalls are, like, right there.
2: Yeah. I mean, looking at the map, it's pretty hard to miss. Well, it's, like, no, it's like the <laughs> upper waterfall,
0: mind. right? Like, there's two, like, kind of... It's like, big giant waterfall steps, basically, when it's behind the second one.
1: Yep.
2: That's it, yes.
1: yeah. Is something else hidden behind a waterfall a little bit later on?
2: Uh... Probably, I think there's treasures. I think really there are certain
1: treasures. Yeah, I'm pretty sure there's certain treasures. Yeah, maybe there was Waterfalls. some treasure I was searching for, and that's what I spent. I spent longer on.
2: I was uh, playing a game with a friend of the show, game game show star Andrew Rice, and uh I was I looked behind a waterfall. Enemy the of the show, Andrew Rice. Enemy <laughs> 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 of this show. And I, I looked behind a waterfall in a game we we're playing, and there was nothing there, and uh, I immediately said. It. nothing behind a waterfall, no secrets terrible game that that's the rules, yeah. That'll make the rules, that's just the rules agreed
1: did he argue with that?
2: oh he made some comment about ah
1: oh, well there might be
2: something behind a waterfall later in the game no this is the first waterfall we saw, it needs to reward my curiosity <laughs>
1: <laughs> have you guys ever found a secret behind a waterfall in real life?
2: Ah, I don't think there's many waterfalls in Fife, to be honest.
1: There's one you can visit here in Nagano, and you can actually go behind it, and there's a shrine behind it. That's pretty cool.
2: That's cool.
1: And that was, yeah, life affirming to find a (laughs) secret shrine behind a waterfall in real life.
2: That's a proper Zelda moment.
1: Yeah. Fortunately, there was no puzzle or magic reward at the shrine. Who knows? Maybe I got some esoteric blessing that I'm just not aware of. Yeah,
2: yeah. Maybe you're.
1: I, not... I, I do tend to to do pretty lucky and stuff. So
2: maybe you're not the chosen hero.
1: Ah, oh, there's also that. Although I refuse to accept it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> this is my. I end up being like Linkle
1: in the first. Um, Lincoln in the first Age of Night, the first Hyrule Warriors, where she just blindly insists that she is the hero and goes about saving the day. And one of the other characters is like, yeah, but everyone's grandma says they're the hero. It doesn't mean you are. <laughs> so, like, I would like to see a mainline Zelda do that. But Wind Waker did it, I guess, a little bit.
2: Did they? I mean... Link was absolutely. Eventually hero. you do turn out
1: to be the hero, but like Yeah, but it, was it destined or did he just like stumble into it and so he had to be? They, they 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 play with it a little bit early on, I think. Yeah, at the start. He's not
0: in his usual Yeah, job, which wasn't like normal. Or like seeing Link. And then it's, it's like he gets he gets the costume clothes.
1: because it's just everyone wears it, but it doesn't mean he really is the hero. And then sort of people doubt him for quite a while in that game.
2: I suppose he doesn't doesn't have the Triforce from the often Windbaker, right? Like,
1: mm-hmm. kind of earns it a little more. Yeah. Anyway, I'm saying what I've been saying since before Breath of the Wild even came out. Give us a Zelda with a female
2: link. <laughs> yeah.
1: Anyway, back on topic. <laughs>
2: yes. So behind the uh, pristine, inside the pristine sanctum, rather. We will find uh, King Dorothan and his uh, his retainer, I guess, Muzu, another mm. another old lad. Um, interestingly, just we spoke last week about um, uh, Mifa giving the Zora armor to Link, and how that was, you know, there's an implication there of r- romantic implication there for that. But he had some dialogue in Breath of the Wild, which uh, the wiki has written down here, which. I'll reach out just now. I think it's it's quite good to touch upon based on our chat last week, where he says, uh, "King Dorafan, surely you do not really intend to give this outsider the Zora armor? Countless generations of Zora princesses have gifted that armor to the one they have sworn to marry. Princess Mifa made that one there with her own hands. It's far too important to entrust to a shady Hellion. He may be a champion, but Mifa had no such relationship with him. So why should he receive such an honour? That's just too much, my liege. I don't understand it one bit. But obviously there was a bit more of a uh, relationship there for that one.
1: Well, I think the scene after that, right, was him... Oh, it fits perfectly. I guess Mifa did make it for him.
2: Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think Sidon... Sidon convinces Muzu that he does have, that Mifa did have feelings for Link, um, and uh, Muzu says again, "What's on the wiki here, he goes, um, how could Lady Mipha possibly have feelings for a Hylian like him? Ah, uh, He remembers nothing, even when he looks upon M- Mifa's statue, he remembers nothing. So, yeah. Mm. Yeah, I, I
1: remember. I remember there being one old geezer who didn't trust you because you're a Hylian. Yes, and this is so the old geezer.
2: <laughs> but he's
1: uh, he's here helping the, help the in king questions.
2: in this one because the king is uh, he's not he's not looking so good. Hmm. He's. Uh, he said basically he tells you that um, he encountered Zelda and she. Came down from the sky, accompanied by a sludge monster, which she set upon dorophan and uh, that and now riddled with sludge. She looks pretty pretty rough, and I guess he's in the pristine sanctum to heal. That's mm. kind of the implication, right? That would be. So I wasn't sure if it was literally something. to heal
1: or just like to hide. Like, his injuries from the people, so they don't mm. panic, sort of thing. About both, yeah. I
2: about both. Right, yeah. a bad ball Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: I was going to say, that was going to be some sight to see King Kingdorafan, like, actually, like, fighting back something.
1: Because generally, when you see him in games, he's just, like, sitting about <laughs> when he's throne, you know? It's like... I do remember when Breath of the Wild came out, there was a tweet doing the rounds that was like, I like how every race in... Uh, Zelda is just their king is just the largest member of that species because <laughs> <laughs> so we had this guy and then there was a, like a big owl ruled the um, Rito and the Gorons are ruled. By, like, <laughs> yeah, the just like <laughs> that guy's on he's quite big, isn't he? Even King Rome, when you think about it, is just like the largest alien.
2: <laughs> he is a hench lad, by the way. Like see, playing as him in um, in uh, oh yeah yeah yeah, he's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's a big dude. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Trick I'll give you King Dorovad and Age of Calamity as well. I always um when I think of the Zora Kings, I always think of the one in Ocarina of Time who does that really long cutscene where he has to shuffle out of the way to let you to king to jabbu jabu. Oh yeah. <laughs> and he makes that little noise when he does it, he you know go like yeah just over and over and over again. Yep, yep, yep. Brilliant,
1: yeah, good stuff.
2: But uh, yeah, Dorophan, he gives you um, some king scales, which uh, he ah,
1: uh, uh, I remember you can attach them to the to the arrows, right?
2: Yes, mm-hmm. and uh, that he gives you that after he mentioned the mark of the king, and he says this is maybe what it mentions. This is maybe what it's referring to. Um, but she says, go speak to Sidon again and see if they can help you piece together the rest of the puzzle. So, oh. uh, if we do just that um, and go back to Sidon or warp back there with the shrine we unlocked last week, we'll um, mention there's an island over there that looks a bit funny and indeed there's a floating island with like a waterfall coming off the edge of it. Um mm. And this is where you pretty much, almost certainly need the uh, the Zora armor to reach it because it's very high up, if I remember rightly.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. These moments of using the Zora armor to get to waterfalls, like plummeting from the sky, very Super Mario Galaxy.
2: Yeah, yeah, I could. I... Like that
1: feeling of like swimming in water that's suspended in the air was something I really loved in in that game. Or just being like launched by like a warp star. Like, I yeah, was just a bit more of a warp that,
2: star as yeah. well. Yeah, yeah. Because you just tap A and Link starts swimming up the waterfall, right? It's not like oh yeah, gonna... I
1: I just I don't necessarily mean in gameplay terms, but in visual terms. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like being in that kind of suspended water is. You only really get it in video games, and you only really get it in these two video games. It's a pretty unique thing.
2: hmm
1: And I dig it.
2: But, uh, yes, once we... Uh, once we reach the top of this little island, and you kind of wander about it, it's called Floating Scales Island. Eventually, you'll it's like lots of like tiny rocks dotted in the sky around you and uh if you wander about the island eventually some of the rocks will come into the shape of like a droplet at a certain angle so you mentioned attaching the scales to an arrow that's exactly what you need to do um to solve the riddle you shoot an arrow through uh through this droplet shoot an arrow with the mark of the king do this task and you shall review that was a wondrous thing, and indeed we do. Um, like There's like a a giant green portal emerges at uh, East Reservoir Lake, which I believe was where the Divine Beast was murdered. in Breath of the Wild?
1: Oh, you might be right, actually, yeah.
2: Yeah, I'm almost certain it is.
1: What I can't remember is, does Sidon agree to come with you as uh, soon as you've spoken to the king or is it not until you reveal the until so. you reveal the dungeon like this? I think it's
0: when you reveal the water portal
2: right in the east reservoir. That's that spawn. Because he kinda goes down to investigate. Well what happens yeah. well, not quite or not, it, well uh, at some point. <laughs> so what happens here is you go back to Sidon and you mentioned to him that there's a portal. We should probably go check that out. And uh, Yona's come up to join them now as well. And as you're chatting with them, suddenly we have our obligatory mid-main quest mini-boss encounter as from the sky descends a sludge-like Oh yeah! <laughs> which I had forgotten about until I read about it in this walk Yep. It.
1: I completely forgot about it until you said that.
2: <laughs> yep. Uh, but this is your first uh, encounter fighting side by side with Side On and getting to use his power. So
1: mm. his power is very situational. His is the one I use least now that I have him as a a ghost friend. Mm. Because it's he puts like a barrier around you, but it disappears as soon as you do an attack. Correct. So you'd have to, I guess you probably, maybe like the pro Zelda combat people are using it.
0: It's like yeah, like it's, it's definitely still kind of situational, like you said though. But it is like, you can it has its uses.
1: Like, yeah, for sure. Like well, I was gonna say, you probably have to time it precisely, right? Mm. To it's partly, it's partly really probably really good against attacks. the
0: gloom hands, gloom
1: spawn, whatever you want to call it. Call it. Oh, okay. Ah. Always... But it's very useful up here because you, after he puts the water on you, then you your next attack becomes a water attack, mm-hmm. which, like, clears the sludge.
2: Yes, um, because the sludge, like, is what, a giant, like, coated in sludge, um, and you uh, it's immune whilst it's all sludged up, so you need to clear it, and then eventually you'll be able to hit it like a normal like, like where it reveals its core, its tongue, whatever it is, you then attack that and you will defeat the sludge like eventually. So it's just a little tutorial fight, I guess, to get you fighting side by side with Sidon.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. I was glad that it... Because in um, the Gerudo one, the boss you fight in the little mini boss is just the boss yes i was glad that we had something cooler than this as the main boss here
2: yeah well i mean we had um something. yeah we had the
1: big dragon in the the goron that had two bosses
2: yeah we not the retail one doesn't really have a
1: mini boss nope i guess oh, it's like here
2: only... getting the ball back <laughs> Yeah, that's yeah. it. Like, I was about to say that. A little skirmish. A tough foe. But that's your first kind of fight side by side with uh mm-hmm. Tulin.
1: Gotta say as well, like the the water ability. I do like
0: like the water ability with like side on when you use it alongside the the special Zora weapon, the light skill trident. Mm
2: like one yeah, of my favourite weapons be because it
0: machine. like that with Zora weapons like that doubles the damage when your character's wet. Mm. So with the ability, you're, you can always activate it
1: and have like a really. Oh yeah, Zora you're always weapon. wet around sidearm. <laughs>
2: yeah, that's yeah, that's that kind of we spoke about that. Uh, <laughs> we spoke about that a couple of weeks back, but um, we mentioned using the splash fruit in combat, mm-hmm, yeah. and I think we kind of alluded that there was a more useful way to get wet (laughs) coming down later (laughs) down the line which of course is this power so yeah but uh, yeah after we uh, defeat the sludge like um, Sidon I think he's still a bit reluctant to leave but there's a nice little moment where I think Yona um, kind of uh, Yona's like yeah you can
1: you can trust me to I'm your fiancée, I can have your back sort of thing.
2: Yeah. Um, and he then says, okay, I'll travel with Link. <laughs> you, oh, you, I guess you, I'll go hang out with my boy! You convinced me! twisted <laughs> my arm! <laughs> um, and uh, he then goes to await you at uh, East Red of our Lake and uh yeah, he then um, he then swims really, really, really quickly and makes a whirlpool, <laughs> which was a bit <laughs> wild. But there you go. And uh, yeah,
1: he's he's excited to be out and about again.
2: <laughs> he's like a dog going mental to get
1: excited. Yeah, he's like
0: oh no, Sidon's got the zoomies. Yeah.
2: <laughs> And he creates a a whirlpool, which you can then jump into and you will enter the ancient Zora waterworks. Which uh, is almost a mini dungeon of sorts, Hmm. now that I think about it. Yeah, I know. It's it's pretty damn big 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 when you get there.
0: Like, that's a big kind of surprise moment, like, in the game for me. Like, it's just a full-on dungeon underneath a lake. Like, that's, like, awesome. <laughs> like the worn if up themselves from looked... the pristine like, sanctum behind a waterfall to a full on dungeon <laughs> underneath a lake.
2: If I hadn't looked up when I was at Mifa's uh, Mifa's statue, I probably could have been convinced that this was going to be the temple.
1: Yeah, I'm trying to. I think I maybe I even was for a second there. Because. I mean, that, that's classic Zelda water dungeon, right? Is secret dungeon under a lake. Yeah. But I can't actually remember what the purpose was of coming down here.
2: Well, let me tell you. <laughs> so, when you first get in there, there's these kind of, like, water uh, outlets that are blocked up with boulders. So, uh, essentially, what you're needing to do is um, you're, you're going to need to blow them up with uh well bomb arrows or whatever what have you there um flowers rather um and uh yeah so you you i think you firstly um the first one's quite easy to get i think it's just at ground level which will then cause the water to flow up to allow you to get to uh uh another one which i think you have to make a little ramp of sorts to like get a good enough angle to shoot at it or throw a bomb at it um, for, mm. the sec- for the second one and then the last one you have to kind of go through some sewers at the back mm-hmm. of the waterworks um, and uh, I think yeah I think you even have to ascend to get into like a little hidden room of sorts. I think I skipped we that can last one, one I couldn't one. figure it
0: out and I just finagled my way into jumping towards like where the goal is
2: ah oh, fairly <laughs> fair enough um that's that's uh that's tears of the kingdom for you yeah. <laughs> there's always the way <laughs> but uh yeah if you can see water flowing down and trickling down so you ascend and you can then blow up the boulder in a hidden room which will then allow you to reach the kind of center platform which was too high up and accessible couldn't be climbed to when you first get there and uh there's a there's like a panel um on the center platform which when you tap it, a cutscene happens where outside uh, a bloody huge waterfall starts spilling okay. into the reservoir. Um and yeah, this is where you need again the Zora armor. Um I think I think you needed it by the time we did the arrow puzzle earlier, but now you definitely need it.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Otherwise you yeah. You will not be able to ascend higher.
1: So I was misremembering, thinking that the um, when you open the portal, it took you straight to the. That was when the waterfall appeared and you can go straight to the dungeon.
2: Nope. Little interlude here um, with a, a little mini, a mini dungeon of sorts. Um, we do come back to the waterworks later, where it's the layout's changed uh-huh. because there's no water in it for a little quest but that will be as part of the uh region wrap-up that we'll do after the temple
1: yes yeah i think i remember it more from then than i do from this moment
2: mm-hmm. there we go but uh, yeah i think if you don't have the armor by this point i think even the quest log will say um, ooh, even a hillian can climb waterfalls by wearing the zora arbor, which Yona tasked herself with repairing. So, <laughs> if <you> have, <laughs> yeah, if you haven't got it, no, you have to get it. But uh, yes, got.
1: No, I must have got it for the first one, but I'm one. I wonder if I remember that line. Maybe it's just because I, I do remember that Yona was repairing it, mm-hmm. and I think she said something along the lines of like, "Well." Sidon likes you, so maybe he'll like it if I make this gift for you. <laughs> <laughs> Again, she is she is a nice character. Yeah,
2: she, know like she, she knows she can never really win.
1: I think we can all just say it's very lucky that she didn't have a voice actor because the internet would not have treated her voice actor nicely.
2: They would not
1: have, no. Sadly.
2: But, uh, yes, if we slip and slide our way up the waterfall, we will reach Wellspring Island. Um, And a couple of weeks back, when we were speaking about like the sky region of Lineru, um, hmm. we were kind of alluding that there's, there's some islands up here that you will not get to at this stage of the game. And
1: uh, Right, yeah, yeah. Because, yeah, it seemed kind of sparse when we did the tower. But that's because most of the sky is taken up by dungeon stuff
2: correct um and i can't remember if we've spoken about any skylands that's had this effect yet but while you're up here you have um kind of moon physics
1: yes we we, we've come across it a little bit already but this is yeah maybe the most significant one we've come across
2: Um, and this is essentially another climb up to the temple edition, like we had with the uh, the climb to the Wind Temple. Um, yes, although not
1: quite I, as far. Yeah,
2: not and, quite as epic either. I would say in terms of like the visuals no. and the the. Hmm. the climb. Uh, oh, it's just again, goes, like, like I said, on, I on really the love arrive, that visual yeah.
1: effect of the waterfalls. But yeah, maybe that's not quite as epic as the mm-hmm. the flotilla of. I think like, it's just because it's like the wind Temple pretty. like
0: reveal, like that's just because of the reveal. I think, I think it's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Like in the on the ascend, like just it's like the combat like aspect of it because you're going up the waterfalls and the gravity's pushing you up into the sky and you can get the arrow like enemies, a bit cool in a combat sense.
2: Yeah, the claim here is well, a... the other
1: thing might be that the Wind Temple was a common first temple, right? Yeah. True. Very
2: true.
1: Whereas, yeah, by this one. Like, <laughs> this game is still incredible, but after 100 hours, you can get used to it. Even the most incredible thing in the world can stop feeling incredible when you've done that much. Hmm.
2: So yeah, the climb here is um, focused around. Uh, well, again, you will use the Zora armor. I think there's a few islands that you will kind of glide to, and maybe not quite reach there. And then you have to use a waterfall to scoot your way up to the rest of the island. Um, but a new um, aspect of Traversal here, which will become pretty important for the temple itself, is uh, these like giant bubble blower machines. I don't know <laughs> how else
1: to mm. describe them. But... Yeah, it's like a big water bubble with kind of like a um... got like a gravity stone what inside, right? Yeah, like a gravity stone, like a smaller version of a gravity stone inside. So they're interesting, and yes they they get shot up and you can again very this is maybe even more mario galaxy where you would swim in the the planet that was just water floating in space Mm -hmm. you could swim in this orb of water and it's floating independently in the sky
2: i could have sworn there was actually bubble machines in mario galaxy that do exactly i think you're
1: right i think you are you are probably correct again, even if there's not directly, it's big Mario Galaxy
2: energy. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, as you'd expect, considering this is where all the sludge is coming from, there's lots of sludge dotted dotted about the many islands, and you can either use gravity to kind of leap and hop and get past them, or chuck some fruit, clear up the mess, Mm -hmm. um, and, uh, Interestingly, as dotted about these islands, you'll find a few goodies, potentially. There's um, three maps dotted about these islands, all of which will lead you back down to the depths, where you'll get the tunic and boots of the wind. Hmm. I, get,
1: I, I guess there's a, a Wind Waker connection with all the
2: Water. watery business. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: Well, this is the GameCube tribute island, so... (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think the the Wind Waker connection was stronger when we were down in Luralin a couple Mm. weeks back than it is up here. Yeah, totally. But if they're going to put it in a dungeon, this one I guess makes the most sense.
2: Um, halfway up our climb, we will find our checkpoint shrine, I guess if you'd call it that. Yes. Um, Eagle Shrine. As we discussed
1: shrine. last week. <laughs>
2: yes. Eagle Shown Shrine Shrine, um, also known as Orbs of Water.
1: Yeah, this, well, this is the teaching you how to use those Orbs of Water shrine. Yep. As we discussed, they teach you the mechanic for the dungeon at the checkpoint shrine. This one, it's fairly basic. You have to use a little bit of um, recall to make one that's going down go up. Mm-hmm. You have to build a little ramp to bounce one where you want it to go. Yeah, it kind of lets you know that,
0: that you can affect like the gravity bubbles, like with ultra hand or recall, and it's not just mm. relying on you like falling. Yeah, on there's one path like you can affect the path the bubbles won't go. Is like actual, like, kids, there's like, one still? that
1: you have to um, there's one that you have to sort of grab with the ultra hand and then use it to catch a chest. Mm-hmm. I mean I guess if you're quick enough maybe you can just catch the chest with ultra hand but unless you're cool hand Luke that ain't happening. <laughs> Get
0: quick swap, You can pretty sure you can do a quick swap like recall to ultra hand. Grab by the chase. Oh, yeah, yeah,
1: well. yeah. See, it's Tears of the Kingdom. There's always another way you can do it. You can refuse to learn the thing it wants to teach <laughs> you. <laughs> and then pay for
0: it later. But, uh... <laughs> when you're in the dungeon and you don't know how the thing works.
2: Speaking of, when we uh, do reach... The uh the top of Wellspring Island. We will find ourselves at the source um of the of Zora's the Main. The subtitle of this dungeon is The Great Wellspring of Hyrule. It's the Water Temple. But mm. uh, ba, 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 though, ba, those waters <laughs> Those waters ain't looking so pure. Yeah. As
1: we uh, as we spoke about on the last temple, this is our second outdoor temple. Yes. And yeah, I think I think I talked about this when we were talking about the Gerudo one. I don't know if it actually is, or if it just feels like it. It feels much lighter and breezier and easier than the two indoor ones. Much um... less involved. I mean, of course, you still have to go this way and that way and open five locks. But I never felt like I was confused about where to go or dealing with difficult puzzles. I would just like, go, do one, kill a few mm-hmm. enemies, go to the next one, kill a few enemies.
2: I think it's because you can kind of cheese your way around the environment as well. Yeah, because I mean, you gravity, can jump right? off, like, glide.
1: Kind of helps out a lot.
2: Yeah, like, it's harder to do that. It's not impossible, but it's a lot harder to do that in the indoor environments. Like the, can, you can uh, mess around see. with
1: ascend, but it can also it can bite you if you do that too much.
2: Yeah, that's it. That's it. So uh, yeah, so immediately when we get into the water temple, the kind of central platform reveals what we need to do. Um, there are five faucets that are pouring water into this great waterfall. Um, Only one of them is active right now, so it's not cleaning the sludge. Um, the, Sorry, there's uh, five faucets, and in front of them is like this big pile of sludge. Um, there's only mm-hmm. one that's active, so it's not able to clean the sludge. So, what side on kind of speculates if we get all five turn on and then release them all at once, it'll create a big torrent of water, which should clean the sludge and obviously then clean the water and return Zora's the main to its crystalline water good watery goodness so that's for MacGuffins we've got to turn on the other four faucets um,
1: would you say faucet in day-to-day life tap
0: tap
2: <laughs> yeah but I, I wouldn't describe so. these as taps
1: yeah I would also say tap would be taps more natural for me a t-shirt or a
0: jumper
1: you will oh. yeah yeah I know taps off taps
0: off yeah right? Taps half side
2: Indeed. on. <laughs> Indeed, the taps. Are. <laughs> yeah. Um. So I think maybe another reason—we kind of alluded to this already—but the water temple as a whole felt pretty quick to complete. I don't remember yes, spending but... a lot of time here.
1: Hmm. But also, as as I sort of mentioned, the if you count that underground bit and climbing up here through all the gravity, overall you're still doing a lot. But yeah, this final actual dungeon part is fairly slight.
2: Yeah, I mean, I think if you look at and probably compare our runtime of the previous main quests we've covered, it's still two episodes mm. worth of content at the end of the day, right? Like, mm. there's no... Different. I'm, it's not skimping on the actual main story at all. It's just the way they've maybe structured it's different, which is fine. I, mm-hmm. I don't mind it. Like I, I'm
1: actually glad for that. After, particularly the um, the After Goron run. Yes. <laughs> just being in being in the dungeon itself for that long felt mm. a little bit like a slog. And that's one of the reasons why, like, Backward Breath of the Wild came out and everyone was complaining about tra- traditional dungeons being gone. I didn't miss them that much, because, like, even the best Zelda dungeon, I'm usually done with it before it's done. Whereas none of them in Breath of the Wild outstayed their welcome, Mm -hmm. and most of them here don't either.
0: It's kind of funny that the water temple of all things is pretty easy. (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah the light and breezy water temple <laughs> <I laughs> we'll say there is like
0: there is like one of the switches that can, can one of the switches that you need to turn on like can be a little bit tricky like there's like a latter half where there's like a a spinning switch that's covered in sludge and you've got like a
1: hmm. one of the
0: gravity bubbles and you've got to kind of get it to hit well I think they want you to get it to hit like a the switch the spinning to kind of Get rid of first off, get rid of the sludge, so then you can like use gravity stones like nearby to kind of jump up and fire an arrow at it. And it took me quite a while to kind of figure out that I could just use my slow down arrow ability to shoot the rotating thing.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh right! <laughs> I do remember that one. Yeah. I
0: was like, "What's to do here?" Like I cleared the sludge like, just by throwing like I like a splash of at it. It's not slowing down. Like, <laughs> how am meant to activate the switch? So, yeah, can be, That one was like tricky for me, at least. Maybe pretty obvious to other people, but. But the rest of them. Interesting, you're talking wasn't about easy the. Going.
2: Uh... Yeah, it's interesting you're talking about the water temple being easygoing and a, a breezy affair. I genuinely do wonder if that was a conscious decision on their parts to mm. make sure this wasn't. Uh overly complex time, just because that's like a, a running, you know, that's a running reputation of the water temples in Zelda games, right? Like, yeah. water temple in Ocarina, um, the Great Bay in Majora's Mask, um, I think I remember the Lakeview temple being a little bit of a pain, and uh, uh, Twilight Princess as well, I remember like, messing around changing staircases and Again, oh, see, open. I only
1: remember th- the only one I remember being like infamous is the Ocarina of Time yeah. one, and I always wonder if stuff like that. Yeah, sure, we all know that, but is it well known in Japanese circles or by Nintendo themselves?
0: I think Nintendo would know it. So, and, like, their, probably the thought process would yeah, probably be not. like, we can go like we can go about this like one of one of two ways. Either we ramp the difficulty up. <laughs> on the next Water Temple, or or we show a bit of mercy and make it a bit easier for people.
2: No I do think five ever done. The <laughs> <game>. <laughs> yeah. The
0: whole Zelda game
1: is just a war. Temple. I tempo. do think <laughs> they more or less fixed it in the Ocarina of Time on 3DS. Yeah. Just by colour coding the switches was pretty much all it needed. And, like and, everything and making it they. much easier to take the boots off and on. It just it just needed some signage. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's, yeah, I think this was. So it'd have like a, a red watermark and the switch, a red switch. So yeah. it's like pretty obvious what you're doing.
2: See, the fact that they did make it easier in the the 3DS remake does make me think that they are aware of the mm. water temples having a reputation. Uh, at the very least, of that one. And
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. But again, maybe... I like they didn't make major changes to fix
2: it. True, but they did recognize that there was definitely a difficulty factor that they needed to tone down a little bit. Yeah. Or maybe just a readability factor, I don't know. Uh, shall I do a little run-through of what we got up to in the Water Temple, then?
1: Yeah. Just touch on how we do each, yeah. each switch, I suppose.
2: Yeah, so, well, the, fir- the first thing to kind of note here is that in terms of enemies, um... There's only really, really a couple of enemy varieties we get here, which are Choo Choos and uh, soldier constructs that'll be popping around mm. here. And I think that's the enemy type you fight on your way up here. I don't think you mentioned uh, that, yeah. but I think soldier constructs. Yeah,
1: that that's that's almost always the case, right? On the, the dungeons sky. and the run up to the dungeons. And the it's sky constructs. Yeah. Oh, in the sky, yeah. I guess in the Gerudo and um, Goron One we would have been fighting actual monsters down there.
2: Hmm. Uh, so yeah, so basically, um, the way you're going to get around, the, it's kind of um, it's kind of separated into like four islands almost. The Water Temple, mm-hmm. um, mm. and the way you kind of traverse to each island is riding those bubbles um, to get across the gaps, or using just the gravity, the low gravity. Um, but over on the west side of the Water Temple. Um, there is like a like a hoverstone which you have to use and attach it to like a floodgate if you Mm. remember doing this which will then allow you to it then reveals uh, there's like it it drains this lake where there was a a ball that couldn't get into like a receptacle um, because of the water level but draining the lake allows you to drop the the orb into the hole which opens up a gate and behind said gate is a water wheel which is the macguffin for this whole temple which you use Sidon's power, blast some water at it and that's good enough I'll start spinning it, job's a good end but uh, yeah I suppose we we spoke about earlier on about the hover stones not coming into play for the dungeon but here we go, (laughs) they actually (laughs) totally forgot about this so there you are uh, there's another one which I think is, I do actually remember this, taking a little bit of time to figure out, because I hadn't really clocked this aspect of Sidon's power. Um, there's like a for the next one, there's like this wall of fire, and no clear way to get past it.
1: Ah, uh, but if you activate the shield Yes, it allows you, you to just draw right through.
2: through. That's it, that's it. Um, so it's uh Pretty cool, a nice little touch. And then uh, to, to get to the next, um, the next part of the, the dungeon and get to the, 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 the water wheel, again there's hoverstones. <laughs> I can't believe how much they've into this dungeon. Um, <laughs> after we said, oh yeah, they don't play into it at all. <laughs> That's Nintendo's
1: real joke. <laughs> yeah. They knew in advance you were going to say that.
2: Yeah. And there's like um, almost like this pet of spikes. And you have to kind of create this, create your own path to get across it by moving the hoverstones. Um, mm. I'd forgotten most of this temple now that I'm looking back up it with wiki. Yeah,
1: <laughs> well, same. I have no memory of what you're talking about. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we, well, you did it.
2: <laughs> you absolutely did. It. I that's why I, did, yeah, like, the, yeah, yeah. that's why I
0: mentioned like the one thing I did remember is it it's like clearly like stuck in my mind, in my mind because I got stuck on it.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, all of
1: my memory of this dungeon is the outside part. Just, like, walking around on that sort of... Yeah. Basically like a terrace.
2: Yeah. I suppose that's a point. Like, compared to the other dungeon, it's a very sunny aesthetic, this one. Oh, yeah.
1: Again, Mario Sunshine, man.
2: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, It's
1: all through this area.
2: So, up in the northeast island, there's a little bit of the... Again, another temple that I thought... Oh yeah, not much. <laughs> Don't think this happened in the, in the dungeon. Uh, you have to make a water wheel which powers up an electric circuit. <laughs> which again was another train that we said didn't play into the temple. <laughs> Shows how little we remembered. And, yeah, Or um, how long do ago that... we played it. <laughs> <laughs> that too. That is also a key factor here. Um, you then use the water wheel and it creates a circuit, but it's not quite enough to reach the... Uh, the kind of circuit receptacle to open the door for mm-hmm. the water wheel uh, for the cyber. So you're movement,
1: attaching which. something to it and.
2: You have to put a water. one of those water globules with those gravity stones in the middle. Oh, uh, really yeah, yeah. To, to conduct. Um, which is a cool little moment. And, uh, yeah. And then the last one is uh, the one Jazz was on about the slow-mo. Um, which i have already spoken about. But, uh, yeah, I can't. Re- I can't remember how I did it. I think eventually I realised. Oh yeah, I can. T- I can activate slow motion as well. But I think I spent so long just trying to normally time an arrow shot. I think
0: that's how I actually done it. You know, I completely really? fluked it. Yeah, I was just spending time like firing arrows. I think I even ran out of arrows at one point. Let go back down. <laughs> to like, to <outlanding> yeah. the <laughs> shops to get arrows and. Back a goal.
2: Brute Force is a perfectly acceptable yeah. method here for solving a puzzle.
1: I don't have much memory of it, so that probably means it didn't give me too much bother.
0: Again, though, no, like I mentioned this before of like my, watching my nephew like play the game, I got like a basically a second crack at figuring that puzzle out, and that's when again <laughs> I realised like,
2: <laughs> oh yeah. Overstones
0: right there, you jump up, slow mo arrow shot so easy. is your
2: nephew at the age is your nephew at an age where he passes the controller off to you to beat up the bosses and? sometimes yeah.
0: yeah sometimes but most of the time I'll just like, egg him on and like, do it and, like, it might take him a couple of goes but he eventually does it and it's great to see like, big fist pump moments is your nephew the, the
1: kind of child like um, like Tulin where adults are just like man have you seen this kid He's a <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, pretty much, man. Smart boy, man.
2: Nice. I mean, well, as a, as a six or seven-year-old, I distinctly remember getting really upset because I couldn't beat the second boss in Spiral 2. I hadn't got my dad <laughs> and said, Dad, beat the boss for me, please.
1: I remember struggling with the... Um... The ice puzzles in um, Pokémon Gold and Silver. We have to slide up oh, and down like yeah, right? like, yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. And my memory of it is like after that fact, for whatever reason, saying something to my parents like, "Oh yeah, I like puzzles," and they were like, "No, you don't. Do you remember when you had to do that ice bit in Pokémon <laughs> and you looked it up online? You don't like puzzles."
2: <laughs> <laughs> so you going to say
0: like, "Remember that ice puzzle when we had to do it for you?" <laughs> <laughs> and then you claim mo- like claim mo- the glory. Mo- like, I remember doing that like with my like in games like with my older brothers, like get them to like <laughs> do a part in a game and then I'm just like, right, give me the controller back, like if you're excited that like, the part that I was stuck on was done and I basically claim the glory onto the next part of the game.
1: Yeah.
2: you just unlocked a core memory for me there, Luke, about looking things up online and reminded me of the time that and I don't know why my parents allowed me to do this, because I'm sure printer cartridges and paper were probably a bit more expensive back then than they are these days, but I remember printing off the entirety of an uh, IGN or a GameFAQs guide <laughs> for the Wind Waker. <laughs> <laughs> like oh. 60, 70 pages, yeah. all in colour. <laughs>
0: amazing. <laughs> Except on a
2: Just school all library. <laughs> and wrote notes on it and everything.
1: I printed off a big... Like, a, basically a whole website about missing though.
0: No. <laughs> oh, I think mine's man. was like a full like English trans- translation manual for Fire Pro Wrestling D on a Dreamcast.
1: <laughs> nice. See, kids these days, they won't have any... They won't relate to this because they can just... They have a tablet or yeah. a smartphone <laughs> at all times. Easy access. They don't need to a, print a, off a, a walkthrough. <laughs> they can just fire up the latest episode of Hyrule Field Report, whatever they want, and <laughs> get pro tips from the true chads.
2: True old men.
1: <laughs> Back when
0: we didn't have... Remember Wambas? <laughs>
2: Makes no sense, (laughs) God,
1: I think the joke makes sense without the context because it is just an old man thing to say.
2: I suppose so, (laughs) yeah. So after we uh, activate the fourth water wheel, um, we can now return to the central platform and all four of the... Taps, you happy look? Um, yep. Yeah. <laughs> act- they all activate it. And um, once that happens, suddenly, from the muck, a monster appears.
1: Mm. We've been talking um, a lot about um, Mario Sunshine here. This mm. enemy, to me, feels way more Splatoon.
2: Yes. Yeah. I mean, 100%. So this is the. Uh, The Moktorok.
1: Moktorok,
2: yeah. Who's a silly little guy.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that pretty, that does sum it up. Well, when you first see him, he comes out in, like, his big sludge shark form, right? Yeah. And it's only once you bust it down once you see who he is underneath.
0: That's what, instantly reminded me of, like, Splatoon, because, like, in Splatoon 3, like, I think the third main boss fight in that game, like, you fight like a shark.
1: And yes. The yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. Like his main form is a big shark. Well, and then in Splatoon three, you also fight a boss who is manta rays on the floor, like Mario Sunshine. So <laughs> yeah. that year was just a big. It's got like Mario Sunshine on I the. I know because Splatoon three. Splatoon three was the same year as Tis the Kingdom, right? Was yeah, it the September?
2: Before? September
0: twenty fourth.
2: Of tw- it's just, it was twenty
1: Twenty three yeah. wasn't it? Yeah, so it was like just just, it's just that it, it took me a long time to actually finish the single yeah. player. I was just playing loads of multiplayer. So I, I ended up playing it around the same time. So I was like, man Yeah. Nintendo are finally giving Mario Sunshine the love it deserves.
2: <laughs> so uh, yeah, he swims about in this big sludge shark form and this is where he's actually dangerous because he'll be able to like fire mm-hmm. sludge at you and, and I like, think he shoots a laser beam as well. Like, uh, or maybe I'll Oh yeah, it was,
1: it was very like Shingodzilla when he does his beam, because it's like this big melting face just blasting out this beam.
2: Yeah. Um, and it's difficult, it can be difficult to dodge as well, because as he slumps around the arena, it's all covered in sludge, so you've got to juggle trying to hit him with water or something like that, with clearing the ground as well to actually traverse. Mm-hmm. Because um, otherwise you're not going to be able to dodge his attacks at all. Um, but yes, once you do hit him with water, is when you reveal the the silly little octo fella <laughs> that was. And yeah, I, I, am I remembering, remembering right church?
1: that even the music like switches yeah, to like a comical little Benny Hill tune as he runs around trying <laughs> to escape
2: you? Oh, totally he does! Yes, yeah, yes, it does. Um... <laughs> which is brilliant. I think Zelda. A lot of like Zelda bosses, I do remember like when you get to like the vulnerable boss phase before it like jumps back inside into like a, hmm. a powerful form. I think it's a running thing. Like I remember, um, like was it in Twilight Princess where you fight the monkey fella? <laughs> the oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, just a- you knock him off the platform and he's kind of running about, like, trying to cover his arse, <laughs> and you're, like, smacking yeah. him. And then once he hops back up on the pillars and starts fighting you again, the music picks up, but I'm pretty sure it turns into, like, a silly theme when he's stumbling about, which is exactly what But happens.
1: my main memory of Twilight Princess bosses is when you could damage them is when the, like, really heroic music kicks in, They're like, da 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 da
2: I think the muck to rock and the fact that it's got like this big menacing form, but inside it's just a silly little fella. We've spoken about this on Monster Mash before. Is one of my favourite tropes in video games and anything in general. We spoke about <laughs> it specifically with um, Alucard.
1: At- mm-hmm. Yeah, the big like construct it fights you in and then it's just. But the prob- the difference with Alucard. Is once you break down the big construct, it's actually still really hard to fight the mantis inside.
2: Yeah, true. It's not true. like it's
1: suddenly easy.
2: <laughs> it's not like the Benny Hill music starts. <laughs> <It's> yeah, <crazy. like, laughs> try it's to run right. away. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, good.
1: What it does it's like
0: comedy for we'll a, a little bit different. Oh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Get your cooler, then... your
2: yeah, it's quite funny when he is when he when you do hit like hit him or, or get him out of his sludge form. He's kind of like like skipping around almost, like kinda of trying to dodge you. And then when you hit him the like, game just falls flat on his face. Oh, he just like
1: falls down like a baby and you just wail <laughs> <Yeah>. on him. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, this is this is good stuff.
2: But he does ramp up things once you've got up to half health, he'll then um he'll be able to. Um, I think he makes some giant p- piles of sludge in the arena, like just at the halfway point. So he's already making the arena trickier to traverse, and um, when you expose the, the little fellow inside, this time he'll use the sludge and kind of hop in and out of it, which is proper big. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Missed
0: a trick, man. Yeah, so I mean you he does... that thing from was it Demon Souls where player controlled boss. Link it to the Splatoon game and
1: have Splatoon <laughs> you... player be
0: the Rock and Tears of the Kingdom.
1: I want them to add a, moti- a mode in the next Splatoon where you, you still have the two teams, mm-hmm. but there's a um, like a ninth player who's playing as Mario Sunshine Mario and can just clean up both teams. <laughs> <in>. <laughs>
0: I would play that. That would be, that would
1: be really funny, and everyone would hate that guy. Like, <laughs> <laughs> You're yeah, to turning the title of the battle by that 1% in the last yeah. like seconds of the game. Yeah, they, they could make that cool. like a, a free download to play as Mario and interfere with other people's Splatoon games. <laughs> That's what they should have done as a limited time event instead of making. Mario 35, pointlessly limited.
2: <laughs> yeah, make We're movie. actually flood help here.
1: Yes, but well, again, I the first thing I saw of all of this slime was someone running around with the Zora construct, basically using it like flood. Nice. And people tweeting like, "Oh, Mario Sunshine's back, baby!" <laughs> yeah, I'm very excited when I got here.
2: After we uh, wail on the Mokhtarok for a little while, eventually of course we will fell the rotten little fella. And uh, we've defeated the scourge of the Water Temple and the sludge that's been blanketed to the land will, will all dissipate and fade away. And Zora's main will return back to its normal pristine ways. Um, of course, before then we'll have a, a cutscene to talk about again, we've not even mentioned the whole fact that Sidon's been getting chatted up by the, uh, the sage as we've been climbing up here, much like the other uh, sages, um, because, you know, that's par for the course right now. But we'll get into that and uh, perhaps talk about a more interesting thing than the Imprisoning War again, and a bit of a wrap-up of the Zora region in general. All of that happening next time. Until then, look do your thing.
1: You can find the podcast on Twitter at Hyrule We're on Facebook, Spotify, YouTube, Apple Podcasts. Please do make sure you're leaving a five-star rating and a review, and if you've got friends who are playing the game, telling them about the podcast. And uh, get in touch. We love hearing from you guys. And uh, if you want to help support the podcast, you can head on over to patreon.com slash podcastio And for just a dollar a month, you can listen to episodes early. Or even if you don't feel like giving any cash, it's a nice way to find the other podcasts that we make.
2: And, Jass, do you have some sage words of advice for us this yeah, week? Yeah, I've
1: got
0: a, got a question. Uh, are those who sneeze a lot the most blessed? <laughs> Think about
2: that one, eh? Good question. <laughs> We'll ruminate on that, and we'll catch you next time. Cheerio. Bye.